<laughs> Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time of Start the, the day. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Did you fuck it up? How did I fuck it up? Anyone could be listening to this at any hour of the day, Sorry. depending on when they decide to tune in. Hello, everybody. So old school, Conrad. <laughs> this is the Simple Minds Podcast, and as you can tell, I'm joined by the usual simpletons, simpletons, who've interrupted me on my intro. If you're a first-time listener, this is going to be a great insight to the show. Um, my name is Justin Bourne, and today I'm your host. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how do you handle pressure how pressure is relative and the importance of structures. I'll go around the room and introduce these interrupters uh, to you. To my left, I have Mr. Matt Magic, Matt J. Hannum. Is that like a disruptor, like an interrupter? I'll Whatever you I'll want it to it. be. Hi, everyone. Thanks, mate. Hi, JB. We're all on his left. Grump. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's on my left. <laughs> to his other right. To my to other right. To my left, to my left. <laughs> to the double right, I have grumpy pants, Conrad. <laughs> G'day, people. <laughs> and then to my right, <laughs> I've hated. What's up? I would uh, prefer not be clumped with these clowns because I didn't actually interrupt you. So, but hello, oh, to cl- that's not clumped. That's very, very true. Um, what does clump mean? <laughs> today we are going. What's on his head? We're going on video today, so everyone yeah, can see this nice. if you want to watch and hello and all that jazz. Um, not sure what type of. You know, video content is going to end up like, but, um, you know, we're going to give it a go. Could get cut. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Might not even make the light of day. It'll take us three years to get it edited and up use, online. We can't use profanities, or can we? Yeah, we can oh, do whatever we want. Where are you posting it, mate? ABC? <laughs> <laughs> ABC Kids? <laughs> you got a new deal we don't know about? He probably does. <laughs> um for anyone who's new to the show um, and watching this for the first time, um, we do bring a drink uh, to every show. Um, I have a Kunanga Hill Shiraz. Um, it's it's a pretty good drop for its price range. Uh, this is kind of like a little bit of a, when I can't be bothered selecting anything, we'll just uh, grab uh, from Penfolds. Yeah, thanks, Conrad. I um, forgot we are on the video. <laughs> you just told people we're on video. That's right. <laughs> I'm very focused right now. Trying so focused, to, he can't be bothered. Yeah. So, this is his can't be bothered drop. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not sure if we've had it on the show, so I thought I'd, I think I'd, we I'd bring it along. Have we? No, I don't think so. I don't no. think we have. No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, cheers, lads. Cheers. cheers. I, I have the same drink. You do not. Well, he said he's got the, I've got the same drink, obviously. Yeah, pre-poured in the class. Smart ass. <laughs> Made out a bit of pressure. All right, um, let's dive into today's topic. Um, I was watching um, some hustle porn, as some may call it. Um, I was also calling it Grow to grow Tainment, uh, I can't even say it, um, by Ryan Sahant, uh, one of his vlogs recently, and the whole theme of the vlog was around how he handles pressure. Ryan Sahant is a um, you know successful real estate agent out of New York, uh, he featured on Million Dollar Listing. Uh, Matt and I have had the pleasure of uh, having a little podcast and phone call with him you know, to purchase a few hundred books. <laughs> But it was a it was a cool experience. We supported his cause. That's right. 
if you want a book, we might do a competition, <laughs> but um, we'll leave that for another time. Send um, it to conradfrancis.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways... <laughs> The, his, his vlog episode was about how we handle pressure and I thought it was really relevant um, to myself um, and a few people around me in conversations um, as, as of late. Um, and what I want to talk about today, lads, is I guess kind of how, you know, everyone goes through pressure and overwhelm um, and I think everyone handles it uh, differently. And the other fascinating thing that I've been sitting with over the last few days um, in particular is how pressure is relative um, in that, you know, the smallest thing to someone is the biggest thing to someone else and vice versa. And reflecting on the last few years um, with myself in how situations occur today or last week or whatever, and they don't impact me as much as they used to probably two or three years ago and kind of how we evolve with handling um, the, the pressure and kind of how you know, through the structures that we build enables us to kind of go up another level um, in handling that. In saying that as well, I don't think, you know, you can discount everyone, like, because pressure is relative, you know, you, you can't discount um, certain individuals if they're at a low, I wouldn't say it's like a lower level, but um, a small thing is a big deal to, to certain people, depending on the amount of work um, that you've done, I guess, on yourself and your, your perspective. So, um, I think there's no right or wrong. What I want to kind of talk through today is just to hopefully give you, the listener, and anyone watching um, some insights into maybe acknowledging if you're under, you know, some pressure and overwhelm and maybe get even some practical uh, value out of how uh, the four of us here handle with overwhelm and pressure because I don't think it ever really goes away. Um, and trying to help identify the difference between, which may not fall in the same category, and we'll expand on this, I, I hope, um, pressure and stress. Um, because I think as well, you don't, you can be under pressure and not be under stress. Um, and hopefully we can go into that um, a little bit. So first off, I guess I'd just like to maybe just go around the, um, uh, the room and get from each of you how do you define pressure and how often do you think you kind of go into a state of of overwhelm matt how do i define pressure um probably uh, very differently to the dictionary uh, <laughs> how do i define pressure um well as in pressure versus stress or just um, just, just how, how you view, how you view pressure. A you're, simple question, man. Yeah, you're you're a business owner, right? So you run a business. You've got a family. You've got many things going on, and so you know, from one view, um, you might be considered under a lot of pressure. So how do you view um, pressure, and then how does that translate to to overwhelm or not? Well, I think pressure comes about when you when when there's something new or. Um, something that you just haven't got a handle on or an unexpected event or situation or or otherwise i mean when you're you know i find when the systems are just rolling in the business i mean that those things don't you know you don't see yourself under pressure there and let's say for example all of a sudden you get like 5x more the, the work comes through the door or something like that so i think i think for me pressure is i guess the barometer of the things that are not 
well enough systemized uh, in the business and and often something that's not systemized will come back to land on me for a decision if that happens over and over again or repeatedly in one particular period of time then that's probably where it hits overwhelm and, and moves into a stress state but i think i think there is no real difference between pressure and stress it's just how your perspective sits on what you're looking at i mean it's you're always doing something or handling a situation. The question is: Is it, um, you know, are you perceiving it as a as a problem, or are you is it just something that's come to you and you you're setting a, setting about fixing it? Okay, interesting, Conrad. All right, great question. I mean, because it's it's something that um, I wouldn't have thought there was too much differences with. Um, I mean, I've, I've since you brought it up, I've obviously had a look a look through what what pressure versus stress is and and there is a difference they believe pressure is more about you personally and stresses of the environment that you're in um and so you know people have said to me at different stages of my life that you know it must be stressful doing what you do um and i've never really understood that um because i've never seen it for what it is uh, but i think you can also acclimatize yourself to levels of stress because it's environmental and so if you choose to step in a certain space you you know, you're by default accepting the, th- the things that go with it. Whereas pressure, you do feel. And I think I do feel pressure. I never, I don't really, um, I don't really understand stress. And that, that's because I generally, as it says here, I've accepted the situations for what they are. Yeah. It's really interesting because um, I, I think there was an instance last week which you were part of the influence of got, getting me to think about pressure and stress and that, um, I had a realization, uh, you know, obviously we, we all spend a lot of time around each other and our businesses that you're always under pressure, but it doesn't always seem like you're under stress. Yeah. Um, and that as you level up in business, there's always additional pressures, but, um, and kind of like what you were saying, Matt, it seems obvious to me the more that stress is optional and it's a choice. Yeah. And I think that's, it's really important. I mean, whilst I haven't differentiated till today, um, it's important to understand the difference because I guess by, you know, and this is the English language and how we choose to use it, right? Mm-hmm. If we use the word, if we throw the word out stress when we're really referring to pressure, what are we allowing ourselves to understand and believe? Yeah, because I think it's pretty common to go straight into, I'm so stressed out right now, which then, you know, as we're talking through it, that's what contributes and leads to that state of overwhelm. Um, you know, so it's really interesting. Hater? Sorry, Conrad, you're saying that stress is more your environment, but pressure is more within. Yeah. So I would have thought it was almost flip because stress is yeah. your your perception of the situation. Well that's what so, so the other way around. So stress refers to the situation of too many demands and not enough resources. Whereas pressure is the situation in which you perceive that something at stake is dependent on the outcome of your performance. Yeah, because I've always thought pressure is an external force more so. Because yeah, so, so you've got it the right other way around. Yeah. Because stress is the external force. Yeah. Pressure is the internal force. Okay, yeah. yeah so I, that's exactly right. See, I, I, for me, I would have thought pressure was the external, whereas like, uh, say, business, you know, yeah. there's external factors coming in on you and then stress is internal and it's how you deal and how you perceive so you, you the choose, situation. You choose to be in business. Yeah. So therefore, you accept the stresses of, of business, i.e., yeah. your time, money, energy, that stuff. That's so. Yeah. So that's the environment. Okay? Yeah. Which is why I say I, I've never really feel stressed because I've always accepted the role that I've generally been in. Um, but within that role, there's pressure to perform. Yeah. And that's personal. Yeah. Yep. And um, 
you know, we pre-planned, so we've got some really cracking episodes coming up just as a bit of a drop, but we're going to be talking about um, Kobe in the next few. And um, it was interesting kind of doing a little bit of pre-work on that around how he felt pressure all the time, right? And it's kind of like what you're saying there. So he felt on that individual level the the pressure. Which but, is the performance. Yeah, but he wouldn't necessarily, well, I mean, it's hard to say, and i would be talking out of an assumption here that he may not have felt stress because that wouldn't have allowed him to potentially perform. But he, but but I guess based on the definitions as um, as it's posed, um, we all we all know that Kobe also did the work. Who who posed this definition? Because I, I I think I agree with Hato. I feel like it's the other way around, and certainly you the can. way that I language that stuff too. Yeah, because then then that would turn flip me and go, well, I felt uh, pressure my entire business life rather than stress. And I've yeah. never really felt like I felt stress. So I un- I understand both sides of it. I just my. My definition of it was the way I've said it. So stress may involve a variety of problems that lead to feelings of overload. Okay, a meeting that runs late, a long list of emails that need to responses, several looming deadlines. Pressure involves feelings often of anxious and fearful nature of a do or die type situation. Now, you know, we, you know there's a saying that pressure creates diamonds. Stress doesn't create diamonds, does it? Pressure does. Mm. Yeah, very true. Okay. Check I, mean, I guess it's just it's language, really. It's yeah. But but we say it's language, but it's always language. Yeah. No, I know, but in this case, it, I just think we we're identifying the, the opposite word, really. Oh, oh yeah, not necessarily because, like I said, if you can accept that pressure creates diamonds, what are you creating? So that that saying that pressure has the ability to be external and internal because it can't create diamonds if it's not external, but stress is. 100% always internal because it's the way but you but perceive. But you can you can put pressure on most things. Yeah. Okay. Not everything's going to turn into a diamond. No. But you, you, if you're if it's internal pressure, then you you're not going to turn into a diamond. So it has, uh, has you to have turn it. Out, you can you can turn out diamond like scenarios. Yeah. But I'm just using it as like a I guess a logical time. You have to have an element of external and internal yeah. for pressure. But well, the external is the stress. So the yeah. stress and how you deal with it creates the pressure. And then you deal with the pressure. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, um, the idea that you can be under pressure and not stress is kind of where some of that resonates as well. Like, and I think, um, you know, that comes back to your internal structures and how you um, have cultivated them, right? So you can have still, yeah, uh, you could have low pressure on a situation and be high, highly stressed um, about it. And I think even coming back to, Matt, where you started of, um, you know, it's it seems that stress is ultimately a, a choice, um, and it might, it's not an easy choice to, to make, um, but it's essentially how, you know, you're looking at that situation and what meaning and definition you're applying to it, which is what mm. we've talked about, which is creating that internal. That, I guess it's story. still internal, right? Well, pressure's a choice as well. Because yeah. if you're putting pressure on yourself to succeed, like Kobe put pressure on himself to be the best. So he was, he was one, of, one of the best, if not the best, um, game, game shot uh, game finishes in, in the NBA or something like that. He's hit the most game winners. Yeah, thirty six over twenty yeah. years. So, so that that would be a stressful situation, which he puts, which he accept the, the, the he accept the situation, put himself under pressure, deliver the outcome. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, so, building off of of that, then um, 
you know, we're all business owners um, here. Um, Hado, do you want to, you know, you just mentioned there running a, you know, the business and if we change those definitions would change maybe how you'd view it. But has your ability to be able to handle certain levels of pressure and stress changed uh, over time? And if you were to think about it, you know, what would contribute to that? Uh, some examples. <laughs> uh, I remember when I was... Um Oh, when I was a I was a kid, uh, I used to put so much pressure on myself. I used to stress out about things so much that I'd actually make myself throw up, um, which is uh, quite funny because uh, Conrad's actually seen it. I think I've rocked up to Conrad's house when I was about 21, um, freaking out. Wait, can you just engage here? Right? Yeah, I'm listening. Jeez. Um <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't even have people over my house very often, mate, so I do remember the moment. <laughs> uh, I was throwing up in his um, front yard because I was, you know, stressed about the, you know, uh, situation so much. Um, it's So it's something that I've learned over the years uh, and basically it was just a question that I kept asking myself, like, does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Um, and if, if it was a yes, then, you know, I'd continue worrying about it. But, you know, 99.9% of the time it was the answer was a no. And 100% of the time. Yeah. I think it matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So nowadays, um, nowadays, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was something that I've uh, unknowingly worked on since I was very young because that was a big issue for me. And as I'm getting older and more pressure and stress environments are around me, um, I'm having to go back to that. Um, in terms of you know business, um, you know it's it's like what. Um, his name Sir Hunt was saying about um, creating routine, um, having a look on the end result, uh, have, having a focus on the end result. I think they're all tools uh, that can help you, but it's also what what works for you too. You know, it's how you engineered. So, like um, our friend Marco, uh, we all love and dear Marco. He was you know one of the pioneers of this episode, and he's got to he's got to know all the information about the situation to then make a you know a, a decision about it. I believe I'm more of a gut person. So um, you know, the way he would uh, decipher and understand pressure and stress would be very different to me. And the way you know, I use tactics or techniques, um, yeah, it's that, that's as, as simple as I can make it for me. Yeah, but do you, would you be able to say that you can handle more pressure now than what you would have oh, done two 100%. or three years ago? 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do you think that is, other than asking yourself what's the worst case scenario? Because I think that's sometimes easier said than done for a lot of people. I think it's a muscle. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. You know, the, the more you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, the more you're uh, giving yourself an opportunity to grow and learn. You know, if you're cotton wooling, you're cotton wooling yourself. Um, you know, your entire life, then you have no opportunity to fail and no opportunity to, you know, um, crack. What Sir Hunt say, you know, if you crack, it's okay. You yeah. know, you're just going to get another crack. So, uh, you know, I've, I've failed many times in my life. I've, you know, I've uh, not had breakdowns, but like I've, I've gone, fuck, like I need, I need a week off here. I need a day. Like I'm, I'm struggling or, you know, you know, what's happening? How can I reset what, what's going on? So, you know, it's giving yourself the ability to learn. You know, you can't, you can't expect to go from zero to a hundred, um, you know, overnight. It's, it's, you know, how cliche it is. It's the journey, you know, it's the each step of learning. It's, it's interesting. Like, um, I think as I was reflecting on it as well, um, 
there's a, seems to be a direct correlation, yeah, between pressure and uncomfort and growth. So um, if you look back as into when there was a, the pressure there and the the uncomfort, you know, it's, that's always been a growth opportunity. And it's kind of like, I guess, anything, you, you do it a couple of times, you get a little bit more comfortable and confident with it. Um, and you just build off off that like as a muscle, as you've suggested. And it's kind of that whole idea of getting uncomfortable, uh, comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? Um, but I think a lot of, a lot of us... I've been guilty many times as well, will not push through it. And, and I don't mean push through it in kind of like, um, you know, steadfast approach, but um, we buy into, as we as we know, our beliefs and, and the other path and um, we don't get the opportunity to get the, the learning or the, the growth um, out of it. And I think when you get in a hefty state of overwhelm, uh, you'd be lying if you don't, you don't normally push push through so um yeah it's you know it's super super interesting so um uh, conrad um you know the pressures as we just talked about um how have they evolved for you over the last uh many years um like i said mate i still struggle um understanding stress although people will tell me that you know different ailments i've come across um, is a byproduct of stress, um, but I just don't assimilate with the word. Um, never have. So, just as a random question, do you ever feel overwhelmed? Yeah, yeah, uh, and I and I believe that's, um, you know, I've accepted that that is an acceptable feeling for the amount of work uh, that I choose to do. Um, so I'm in I'm in a constant state of overwhelm almost. And so how, how, how do you, how have you been handling that and how do you handle that? Um, be- becoming more rigid with how I allocate my time. Um, so I don't generally waste too much time. I mean, I don't watch any TV. Um, well, I say anything, I don't watch any sitcom TV um, or any things like that. I, I say any, probably 95% of my time. Um, you know, I'm dedicated to my reading time and I, I don't, spend a lot of time out socialising where I'm drinking a lot where I've, you know, the next few days. So I, I, I limit my wasted time so that I can maximise my productivity. Um, you know, I've learnt that a long time ago and I've gotten a lot better with it lately because I've had to because I've asked more of myself again this year. Um, and so, again, to warrant the rewards of the time invested, then, you know, you've, you've got to be more diligent. So I've accepted the stresses of the external environment um, so the pressure is to deliver. You know, so make use of the time I'm creating for myself. And, and um, you know, I think something that I've noticed of, of you and um, whether this has just been, you know, through through training, I noticed that you are pretty good at ensuring that stuff doesn't stay on you for too long. So, no. um, you know, tip, we'll go through the tips. Yep. Um, Hato kind of touched on it from, from Sahant's one, which is structure your day. But um, the other next one is um, take care of the hard shit first. Yep. Um, and so, um, for you, was that, um, did you build up that skill or has it just been something you've kind of always done? I think I made a lot of mistakes to figure it out, mate. I mean, I, I, I say I never really engaged any coaches or mentors, but I had a lot of help around the, along the way. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people have picked me up and dusted me off when I've, when I've fallen off the wagon, so to speak. Um, but, you know, take care of the hardship first. I mean, that's scientifically proven to create the, the dopamine needed 
to go after the rest of the stuff, right? Most people cheat on it. Most people go the easy stuff first, um, you know, and then get tired by midday. So, you know, I start my days usually with hard stuff, um, you know, but whether it be in the gym or in the office. I start hard um, because I want to put the muscles straight there. Start hard. <laughs> put the you muscles straight hard. there. Put the muscles <laughs> oh. straight there in the gym. Yes. Yeah, well, Do you wake up hard? You, 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 you can laugh if you want to laugh, guys. It's a, it's a science project, right? If, if, if you need, if, oh, it's a science project now. It's a dead set science project. If you know that <laughs> putting your body in a, in, a, in, a, in a physically stressed state is going to give you the dopamine to get through the day, then that's what you've got to do. Like, you send about a text every two minutes yeah. in the gym. Yeah, anyway, I do what I can do. But I get my shit done. He saw me train the other day. <laughs> it's true. Were you hard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Get hard. Get hard training Seriously, session. I'm going to smack all of you. <laughs> but um, tip three. Tip tip three. Are we talking about tips now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, tips. You've got three tips. You know, well, you know I think um, getting rid of hard shit first um, is, is, is paramount. I've noticed um, I'll build up overwhelm by obviously sitting on things yeah. for, for way too long. Um, and you realize a lot of the time that was like a 10 minute thing or that, you know, this or that. But I think that comes back to you slowly build up like emails that I had to send clients like three years ago, I'd be, you know, procrastinating on some scared shitless of it. Now I wouldn't even think twice. Um, the, 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 it becomes problematic though. Can I be real honest with you? Because the small and easy stuff, Sometimes gets missed. Yeah. All right. And I've had to fix a situation today because something small got missed. Oh, as you've gotten more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So because you're aiming to do all the big shit, you're fucking, yeah, great, great, great. Sometimes the small things get missed. So you've got to make sure you just. Triceps or. <laughs> They're not small. Can we, can we look, at, look at these bad boys. Can we ask, can we ask you, Hannah, a question? Because I, I think uh, he's drunk. No, <laughs> no I think I'll, I'll ask myself. A, I'll, I'll make a statement. <laughs> no, go for <laughs> it. No, I just invite want, you to the table. It's about time. <laughs> oh, mate, I thought your name oh, was Jacob Moffat. <laughs> I look like Jay Moffat. Oh, was he in this podcast? Uh, no, hi, Joe. <laughs> um, you make a really valid point, and um, and I've definitely which been one I've made about twenty today, well, and you haven't spoken. If you <laughs> no, haven't spoken, if you let me explain, Papa Smurf, <laughs> that I have definitely experienced uh, when I in those overwhelmed states where you do you come in, you pick off a few easy things, yep, and then you you do get you feel good about yourself. You do get fatigued by say lunchtime, and then you realise three, four, five days later you've done the same bloody thing over and over again. Three, four, five years later, all that the too. Person. Yeah, yeah, but so that, I just wanted to really raise that again because that's a really valid point, and I, I get that you might let some small stuff drop off if you really are focused on the big, and you've got to have a balance. But um, I, yeah, I would I, urge I forgot, people. I forgot to re-register my business name. <laughs> Oh okay, God. I would call that a big thing, but you know, <laughs> it's not a small thing. <laughs> you forgot to re-register it. Actually, I will say that I don't know why that's my job. By the way, it's but a, anyway, it's a crap process. Oh, it's I, shit they process. don't easily follow you up. No. It's a really, it's not a, it's not a very good process. I better check mine then. Yeah, you better check that out. But <laughs> yeah, um, it is a, it's. It's, I'd, I'd urge people listening to think about check like what are they check your, <laughs> yeah, out there. check your business name registration just make sure it doesn't say voluntary administration <laughs> next to your company name uh, and uh, yeah it, and just what what have you been lingering on because that when I'm in the state of overwhelm that's what I'll do whether that's a couple of client emails whether that's a proposal whether that's a um, some other piece of work that hovers it just gets delayed and delayed and that's the pressure that builds up and I, I find that when I have too many of those types of things start to build that's when I'm 
I'm really getting into my worst state. And that's when I'll have to start to do more, like these are preventative tips, but that's when I'll have to start like doing drastic, like saving measures by like going, go and spend some time at the beach, go and like float, go and do things that I like uh, that I need to do. Spend some time with the ducks. Go and spend some time with the ducks. You say preventative, this, this to me is normal. Yeah, but these to are you. these are this yeah, is but this to, is planning type. This, yeah, okay, this is, this okay sorry. I'm, I'm saying I, then I'll get into a position of overwhelm, which I'll have to go and take some deliberate action to get myself in a better space. But then, okay. but what yeah. will happen is if um, you know if you've got a structured day um, and you're not doing the hard stuff, then day three that structure falls apart. So your structure is not strong enough, and so you know I guess everything is 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 kind of um, linked. You know, it's like going to the gym first thing in the morning might be the hardest thing for you. Uh, making that phone call might be the hardest. Whatever it is, whatever the hardest thing, whatever is, the hardest wrong. thing is, because um, it, it's the hormonal impact you're chasing. Yeah, the feeling, um, and whether it's, it's the gym or whether it's making the phone call or whether it's having the hard conversation with the client or the staff yep. or the team member. Whatever the toughest thing in that day needs to be done, get it done as early as you can. And yeah. also just to, to cut in, but that's where you were going out with the conversation and some of the questions to Hado is like, so in early days in business, the hardest thing you might have to do is to pick which workers comp provider you're doing. Like, you know, and then these are the types of you know, decisions that are very quick and easy three, five, seven, ten years in because you're making other decisions. But whatever that is right in front of you at the time is, is just your hardest decision because you haven't necessarily done it before. Um, and, and often we haven't in business. So whether it's picking an insurance company or, you know, hiring that first staff member or, you know, whatever that looks like, all these things do become Make easy sure with do practice, that though, right? Because that also costs money when you don't. <laughs> but it, it should... <laughs> Conrad's hit list of issues. Yeah. yeah. Again, Small it wasn't micros. my system, uh, all it was the, fucking yeah. insurance. All the, all the key business <laughs> shit you shouldn't forget about. Yeah. Well, you, rely, you, you hire a broker and you expect them to remind you and a month later they haven't. So, so have you, you, you self-audit and you tell them and they still give you a $4,000 fine. I'm hearing some blame. Uh, yeah. No, I've, I'm so not blaming. Are you working on the big stuff? Or? Uh, actually, <laughs> I agree with that. that. That's a whole broker thing. That's what we pay a broker yeah, for. you pay a broker for that. They get yeah. paid. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, Don't worry, they got the full grand fee. I think in terms of doing the hardest shit first as well comes to self-awareness and um, acknowledging your current situation, what needs to happen as well, um, and then just building up the, the courage to, to do it. Um, and I think which we brushed over a little bit, the importance of structure in your day is oh, magnitude. Um, paramount. Number one. I mean, fuck. I, I, before I walked in here today, two of my meetings were about how they're organising their weeks. You know, it, if you can't do that, then, you know, stay in bed. You don't deserve to breathe. <laughs> we told you Conrad was grumpy today. We did. We did um, introduce him grumpy. No, but shit, everybody wants something. But, you know, it's like going to the gym and saying, I'm going to go to the gym today and not have a fucking plan. Yeah. And not doing the hardest thing first. Get it done. I really like the one kilo dumbbells. We know. Look at your arms. I, um, <laughs> He's been using them since he was two. <laughs> Nuts in cotton. So the the other one, which I guess um, you know, the t- the tips here is um, recommended of taking care of your mental health, um, which can be linked, I think, to both the first two, structuring your day and doing the hard shit. So you know, getting good sleep, good habits, and um, having good people. Uh, um, around you, so um, sorry. Do you, do you not think that's a bit of a throwaway line? What do you mean? Reasonability, like 
take care of your mental health. Like, yeah, yeah but hey, a, uh, people don't, man. I, I don't know. I don't big issues with mental health at the moment. Well, I, I agree with that, but like, I guess for him it's just saying not, this, this is not solid advice in that. Like, yeah. it's not actionable. Right? Yeah, it's not actionable. It's like you know, well, I, I, I'm not sure. What do you do for your mental health? You know, structuring your day, and you that know. will help you. But if you're structuring your day and you don't eat the right food or can, or, yeah. or read the right material, you could be. Or you're yeah. you're smashing like ten thousand coffees and yeah. then running off three or four yeah. hours sleep. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, because if you're running on low on sleep, you're going to show up anxious, annoyed. That's only going to contribute. Not yeah. necessarily. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Badge over there shining brightly, but. Um, <laughs> You know, these things contribute to your your mental health that sometimes you're not going to have the mental capacity to control because you're already doing disservice. Yeah. So I don't know if I would say it's a bit of a throwaway line. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's, I guess in the broader aspect of, you know, uh, not like an actionable thing. It's yeah. just a broad. Because it's like it's a, a topic. It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. fucking big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mental. It's a massive. One. <laughs> it's a huge. That's a, that's a, hang on, isn't yeah. this podcast about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I. Th- I yeah, this, this is my mental yeah. health uh, check in for the month. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're checking. Well, it's a weekly show, so <laughs> I don't hang out with you guys weekly, do I? Well, how, you know, on that, why don't you? Why do you think it's? I mean, do you think it's important for managing pressure and overwhelm? I absolutely. I just more. I think Sahant's probably one goes for clickbait and two, um, <laughs> it, like, like it's it just definitely a, does. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's a bit of a show, man. Yeah, but it's a bit of a, like a throwaway line. Like this, he's giving all these actionable things here, and then one's like mental health, and it's like, well, what should you be doing for your mental health? I guess that comes back to everyone. Sleep. Everyone tips. I think. You. I think that's Justin's notes. They are a bit of my notes, but he does yeah. talk about yeah taking yeah. having good sleep, good eating habits. Yeah. Um, you know, surrounding yourself. He talks about in that particular line on surrounding yourself with the right people because. Yeah. You know, Mr. Sahant, that was Travis Hado that banged yeah. the shit out of he, He's also a real estate agent in New York. He's not a fucking mental health coach. Yeah. Well, and that's like that's why I say like I'm I'm not disagreeing with the line. I 100 percent agree he's full with of that. Clickbait. Right. That's a personal slap in the face. I 100 percent agree with what he's saying, but in terms of what he's saying is like tips. You know, it's very broad. For a tip. So if you put a blog out tomorrow saying Sir Hart's dead, <laughs> so will that be clickbait? <laughs> he's not likely to put a blog out, let's be honest. <laughs> no, he's not. That would might waste paper. He did try. <laughs> Someone did might try. print it out. So, I mean, on that then, how do you um, manage, say, keep your mental health in, in check? What are your practical tips? Well, it's all relative to you, isn't it? Yeah, what well, are yours? I, I, what I would do is I would listen to podcasts 1, 7, 9, 21, 23, 27, 28, 51, 50, 55. 52. I've Simple Minds podcast. <laughs> well, just give us a, a little synopsis if you're going to, you know, what's your take on it? I think uh, just, yeah, take care of your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's a goddamn hippie. He just hugs a tree barefoot, mate. I think if um, he needs an extra just, injection, just, he doesn't nude. Just lick a few leaves and uh, <laughs> twist, twist a few piece blades of grass. And well, for me, like it's um, it all comes back to the same themes that we talk about. You know, practice gratitude, have self awareness of where you are currently. You know, have a good routine in your day. You know, journal, um, all that sort of you know stuff that works for you. Um, I think that all all helps and contributes with my mental health. Um, communication, connection with, um, you know, not only trees but humans. Um, <laughs> Human trees. Yeah, having a proximity Christmas with, trees or with tree people rolling. around you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me that that's probably, you know, a few practical tips. But I think, yeah, like 
for what we talk about in our themes, like you can probably tell, you know, we're almost up to a hundred episodes here and uh, there's a lot of the same themes and that's, oh, I think all to do with mental health and, and the way, uh, the what makes contribute, us tick. Contributes to mental health. Yeah. yeah. And I look, I think at the end of the day, all of these tips, we've talked about all of these for the last year, uh, 700 episodes, but, um, you know, it's. I think it's always re- reassuring and great to to understand that you know it's universal, and when other people out there clearly are succeeding and achieving. Yeah, but you know, okay. Then we throw Jordan Peterson in the mix, right? Oh, so we're going to Peterson. No, no, let's not. No, you know. but, no let's but, go no, to but Peterson. We, but we, we, we say mental health is easy, but that bloke. Oh, I, I didn't assume. say. I didn't. I didn't. Sorry. Never easy. I never but say I would have it was easy. He, he would, you know, given the fact he makes his bed every morning, I would have assumed his shit was in order. Yeah, sure. I mean, in terms of frameworks, though, the philosophies, like these tips here, like the, these Thank are nothing... Thank God he didn't start with making his bed because he didn't end up like Jordan. You know, they're nothing crazy out of the ordinary. And I kind of do agree it's probably a little bit of a throwaway. But, um, you know, if you watch the episode, you'll talk, you know, to talk similar, um, similar things. And I mean... What I'm saying is that the frameworks are very yeah. consistent throughout. Yeah. So if you watch Gary Vee, you watch Ryan Sahan or Tony yeah. Robbins or whomever, um, and even Jordan Peterson, whether he's doing it himself or not, some of the frameworks that he would have offered up. Yep. Um, Agreed. For, I think I mean, when you read enough about these people that have achieved something of anything of any value in their life, and I say relative to what you'd see them as value, most of them are playing with the same ingredients. Yeah. Just Hun- different components yeah. of the same ingredient yeah 100 percent. you know so um you know i think that for me this has been super important because in the early days of business you know i wouldn't sleep as much um i'd be smashing back the coffees and i'd notice you know i'd be very anxious and uh snappy and all this type of stuff and i look back at how i operated before and i was like you know holy shit and then this the pressure is actually amplified when you're not in a good state. So like something that was small um, is magnituded out to 10 times because you're already fucking like ping it like off caffeine or lack of sleep. So, you know, someone makes a silly remark and you're like, you know, you re- you react. Whereas if you're got your shit in order, you know, someone makes a remark, you don't even notice it. Well, I, 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 I think that's... I, I th- I think that's the golden nugget, nugget in this episode, to be honest, because it does amplify. It does, you know, if you're in that shit state, everything's even worse. Yeah, so I might just jump in because one of uh, for a couple do. of weeks I uh, Jacob. <laughs> now you know now you know how we feel, Conrad. <laughs> for a couple of weeks I pondered <laughs> a a sharing another piece of content, um, you know, to to talk about it. Like earlier than you shared this piece of content. Yeah, for about yeah. two weeks yeah. I thought about it, yeah. and I actually decided to pull out um, um, and not replace a piece of him. content, but. What it was is a was a video by Jack DeLosa. Uh, and Jackie D. Jackie D. Um, Jackie friend of ours collectively and um, runs the, the Entourage in Australia, uh, which is a business um, a business community, a business consultancy. Thanks for um, sponsoring this yeah. episode, uh, Entourage. We'll send you the, the uh, invoice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jack, Jack wouldn't pay it. <laughs> but um, no, what I wanted to raise is he... He, he talked and we, we know about some of the troubles that they had uh, a few years back where the Australian government pulled out on the, the funding that was going towards these education businesses um, and he very quickly got himself into, into a position where he was one to two months away from having an 800 grand a month loss position and he had to do a massive restructure um, and he was talking about in this video how he just knew that they were going to survive, had just a, an intuition and a belief in everything and was able to just attack that situation, which is a pretty deep, I mean, probably the deepest and biggest situation he'd ever um, encountered. 
And then he was talking about only they, they solved that riddle effectively. I think they had to raise some capital and do some other things, whatever whatever that looked like. But they, um, he, at that point, he was potentially about to lose the the house that he has his mum living in, and and, and it impacted so family and business. S- several months later, he had a relatively small blip of a of a problem, and he was in a position where he was just insurmountable. He he couldn't he couldn't even foresee how they would make it out. Um, and compared to that previous problem, it was nothing. And he was, he was talking a lot about the your level of resilience and how much you've actually built up this mental health and your current um, your current state. And I thought that that I didn't actually want to bring the topic because I wanted to dig into more of um, and bring more around the resilience, which we have talked about a little bit. But I think that's a much bigger topic to talk resilience. But I think that's what we're getting at here is even you know if you're f- 10, 15, 20 years in business, sometimes even a little thing can derail you a little bit if you're just not on on your game. If you haven't, you know, looked after those small things, if you haven't got your, um, you know, you can easily take your eye off the prize, I think, so to speak, as well. And he was, that was a, another great example of a situation that was maybe less than 5% of as big a problem as the, the previous one was, but he just wasn't in a position to be able to cope and he had to go and reset himself to, and I think his answer was to get away for the weekend and, Get out in the mountains and de- detox and detach and nature, and and yeah. that was you know go and go and see Hado out there in the um in the trees and but that that was his process he had to cu- he had to step away from it to come back and solve it and but it wasn't it was a it was a minor problem from what he what he's dealt with before so I thought that's that's I think also key and I do find myself in that situation sometimes a small thing is is derailing you and you just got to stop for a minute and you know, take a break and get back and go that's. That's nothing. That's something I've I done with forty within, times. Within the context of most things, it's always nothing, right? Yeah. Well, that too. Um, it's, it's the power you give away versus the power you retain. So, uh, JB, can I can I um, pose this um, differenti- differentiator between stress and um, and pressure, and see what you think? Before, you know, I'm not sure how much time we got left. Yeah, we we're, we're going to be closing out shortly. Okay. Well, this is probably not a bad one to look to close with. <laughs> to, to help you, yes, he if he doesn't say so himself, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm given that the topic started the way it did, and you wanted to do your eulogy to fucking Jack Delosa. Well, <laughs> to, to before <laughs> is he dead? Is he dead? <laughs> no, Maybe you could but, use it as a eulogy if you wanted to. Uh, all right, I'll ask away the question, play, and then I'll uh, whether I'll answer it or just wrap out the other two and finish off with with that. Okay, so Far away. So here's here's something to help differentiate between the two. Um, if you feel like if you feel the heat um, that if you feel the heat you're being if you feel the heat of the situation, ask oh, yourself on. if you feel making this up. <laughs> if you're feeling overwhelmed by the demands upon yourself, or do you feel that, that you have to produce a, st- a specific result? If your answer is the former, a feeling of being overwhelmed, too many demands and not enough resources, you're stressed. If you are in a situation or entering one in which you feel you have to deliver the goods, that's pressure. And whatever Matt Hannum wants to think is different is for every other Muppet. <laughs> if you've got something to say, how do you explain that? Does it make sense? Did that, was that clear? It makes sense. It's, and it, it's language. And I, I would agree. It's language I've never looked at that way. I've used the op- the opposite terminology. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's obvious, and that that's the way it, it, when you when you lay it out that way. Whether again, 
the way you've defined pressure or stress uh, yourself um, may vary, but it, it, it makes sense. And a lot of the time the stresses that we that are there are for external factors. Um, you know, like a lot of um, these things is because you, the, the fear you're going to be judged or you're not good enough or, um, you know, coming from, as we know, a lot of our limiting beliefs, which are generally external seeking, um, you know, for external validation. validation. And that's what creates, creates a lot of stress. So I don't do this thing or so-and-so is going to think X, Y, and Z about me or this or that. And, um, you know, I could see where a lot of those, um, you know, that that could go down that path. Um, and I think your well, relation... Sorry, sorry. But it is important to be clear with your def- definitions because you're going to be managing people or teammates or family or friends to those. I agree because one of the things, which is part of why I brought this up, was, um, you know, um, we do a team survey um, using uh, Office 5, which I think we all do um, here. And um, the funny thing was, is like, you know, one of the questions like, oh, is your workload reasonable? Uh, you know, all green, green, green light. Um, but are you stressed? And I was just like, yeah, stress. And it's like, okay, well, all right, let's have a conversation around what what's, you know, how can the workload be reasonable but you're stressed? Um, and so then it's a conversation of like, well, is the peers around you or even myself causing that stress through your assumptions on the expectations that are being put on you? Yep. Um, which is thinking, feeling like you've got to then, you know, perform to that certain level rather than putting yourself under pressure and not feeling stressed because yeah exactly i equate the pressure piece to a philosophy that we haven't really talked in too much around creative tension um when you're under creative tension you're actually under pressure and or slash comfort uh sorry uncomfort um and the more that you can sit in that space the more magic you're going to create um and so i think yeah trying to acknowledge where you are under stress because if you can take that that time out to take a step back and look at the situation differently. Um, you can go back into it and reassign, you know, maybe it's as simple as that. Reassign whether you want to give the energy to the stress or you want to give the energy to putting the pressure on to perform. Um, I think that's a good other topic, though, for you next time to bring up. Yeah, potentially. It's a good, it's a, it's a good way how of... How to respond to those two things. Yeah, and I think for anyone, you know, listening and watching now, um, you know, if you're feeling stressed out, maybe take a, take a step back and try to find out, okay, is, is it coming from external? Uh, actually, that's really interesting because if you're feeling really stressed or overwhelmed, you know, we've always recommended... Has the penny just dropped? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, no, all the way at yeah, 59 minute mark. F- f- 58 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, we recommend journaling a lot. It's not on Sahan's tips, but I would uh, be sure that we so, could so, so, recommend it as, uh, <laughs> you know, we could add that as a tip. Um, you know, when you're reflecting and if you're feeling under stress, we'd be asking the question of like, you know, externally, what am I trying to, you know, validate or, or, or meet? Um, that, you know, could be an interesting thing to help you identify what's causing the, the stress. Um, yeah, so that that's really interesting and I'm glad we got to, to talk about um, that. Just to wrap out, um, tip four was focus on the end goal. By planning, I reckon we could have a debate about whether to plan or not. Um, so we will... Are we going to debate it? 
the just gloss over that one. Yeah, we'll now. gloss over that. That's clickbait, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I don't D- believe in it. I think um, super important to maintain focus on the end result and vision. Um, there's a couple episodes back uh, we did, which was the live one, which is a cracker of an episode, some live Q&A. We talk about positive vision, negative vision. Go check that out. So focus um, on the, the end result. And tip five, I think, is super important, which you touched on. I think the, at the end of the day, everyone, no matter who they are, will experience, um, you know, whether they, they are Gary Vee or Sahant. They'll Humpty Dumpty. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Humpty Peterson. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> hey, Kobe cracked. Kobe cracked. Everyone's going to have – you're going to have a moment. You know, you're going to crack. I haven't yet. You, you crack all the cracked, time. mate. You crack all the time. You cracked 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Allow it to happen. Accept it and then move on. You're a fucking you know, <laughs> I, th- I think on the cracking piece, <laughs> we've got to crack it open. Um, if I can add, it's okay. like this comes back to the importance of surrounding yourself with, with good people that will give you shit about it. No, no. That will help you, that you can go to, right? I, to I think it's super important that if you feel like you're about to crack or you do crack, you have a great support network and people out there. Um, and also to show self-compassion towards yourself, that you're, you're your biggest kind of critic when you crack as well, which has probably ca- caused it to, for you to blow up anyway. Um, but offer yourself some self-compassion and self-love. I think that's super important, which loops back to, I think, mental health as well being able to forgive yourself um well i think like asking asking for your support network to help you is actually the hardest part of of it yeah 100 100 percent. all right gentlemen um wrap this up wraps us out uh thank you very much for your contributions not a bad drop the old kunanga yeah Yeah, good job it was a a great review not one of us said a word (laughs) we're just straight into it we just looked at it penfolds it's you know it's play with straight can't go wrong nothing exciting it delivers Cool. Happy days. Thank you. We're done. Hard muscle. (laughs) Peace. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Simple Minds podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, then check out our website at simplemindspodcast.com. If you like, you can even leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. The Simple Minds podcast is also on Facebook, Insta, and for those that like to keep things formal, LinkedIn. So follow us there if you want to keep up with the latest updates from the show. See you next week.